You need peace today, he's peace. You need joy, he's joy. You need strength, he's strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we just receive from you today. Folks in this room and online, just receive of him. You and I sense his presence that he has purpose. He has purpose. Hallelujah. Remember the word? We're not going to settle for just brushing up against Jesus. Wasn't that last week? Right? But we're going we're gonna to reach forward and touch the him. I'm not interested in just bumping into him. But instead reaching out and pursuing. Hallelujah. So if somebody's in pursuit today, I'm telling you, pursue. Pursue. I'm not going to just brush up against him today. I don't want to just sense his presence and not be changed by the presence that I sense. But when we come into his presence, that there, there, there should be a change if we can come in contact with. Hallelujah. If I stick my finger in a light socket, I'm going to feel something. Amen. And sometimes it'll bring about a change. Hallelujah. You and I need to stop being comfortable with, with brushing up against it and knowing that there's, a, there's power close by, but not tapping into the power. The only way that the keyboard or the sound system or the TV cameras and that work is if we plug it into the power source. Some of you need to plug into the power source today. Hallelujah. I'm not comfortable just sitting in the darkness, but I, I need to plug into that which is light. I need to plug into that which I know is the source of everything that I need. My God, we sang it. I believe that you're my portion. I believe that you are all that I need. Then if we believe it, then plug into it. I, I'm, I'm done brushing past you. I'm, I'm done just, just getting close enough to, that, that I know you have power, but not close enough that I tap into the power. So, Father, we push into you. God, we press into you, Lord. We recognize that you are everything that we have need of. Joy, you are my joy. Peace, you are my peace. Strength, you are my strength today in the name of Jesus. So, Father, be everything that your people have need of today. Be, be, be You can be something different to every person in this place today. You can be something different to every person watching online today. You can be something different for us in Pennsylvania and something completely else for those that are in Florida. God, I, because you are everything that we have need of today. Great God that you are. You're big and powerful and, and so awesome. You're my bright and morning star. You're the lily of the valley. You are the rose of Sharon. You are Alpha Omega beginning and the end. You're everything that we stand in need of. Everything that I will ever need. God, we recognize the vastness of how uh, awesome you are. The, the vastness of how great you are. We, we recognize the, 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 the mighty throne that you sit on. We recognize that, that, that the earth is your footstool, God. That's how big that you are. And that, that the earth itself is your footstool, God. We recognize today, mighty God, we, we, we recognize, God, before you, we're, we're nothing without you, God. That we're, we're, we're nothing, God. That our praise is nothing, God, if it doesn't come from deep calleth out to deep today. So, God, we just empty ourselves before you. Have your way in this place be whatever Lord you need to be for your people today breathe strength to the weak and hope call to the hopeless courage to the discouraged vision God to those that seem blinded and not sure where to go clarity to those in confusion 
increase the faith in those that God had been doubting. <laughs> Great God. Great God. Great God. Fill us up, mighty God. Fill us up. Fill us up, oh God. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. of joy fullness of joy and it is the joy of the Lord that is our strength <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength hallelujah joy of the Lord is my strength some of you might remember old school joy yeah yeah when the joy of the Lord would hit the body of Christ I remember the old school I know it's foreign in our contemporary American churches there's a reason the Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. It means I can laugh at those things that are attacking me and the, the mountains that rear over me I, I, because the joy of the Lord is my strength. There, there's a reason. There's a reason that it's, it, it's in the Word. There's a reason that the enemy comes to attack and take away your joy. How many know you can be poor and still have joy? You can be sick in your body and still have joy. Come on. You, you know how many times we're depressed and we're on Prozac and everything else because we're missing the joy. Lord, fill us up. Fill us up. Father, just release your joy over this place and in the lives of these people in the name of Jesus. Your joy. Your joy. 
God, a, a, a joy that will cause us to see everything different, a, a joy that will cause us to laugh in the face of adversity, a joy that won't let me lose my mind, a joy that will cause me, God, to have greater expectation than ever before. God, a, a, a joy that will put every demon that has been rearing over us on the run, a joy that will cause us, Lord, to have vision again, a joy that will cause us to believe again, a joy that, that, that will burn deep and deep, deeper within us in the name of Jesus because your word declares that it is the joy of the Lord that is my strength. Lord, I just pray joy unspeakable, joy we can't even explain, joy that we'll walk around with smiles on our face and people might think we're weird. People might think why in the world with everything we've been through can we have a smile on our face? But it's the joy of the Lord that would be our strength, mighty God. It, it doesn't matter the car we drive, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It, it doesn't matter how, what is going wrong that Lord, we will have an expectation because it is joy, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to us and the world can't take it from us. So Father, do what only you can. Father, I pray you'll do something spiritual and supernatural in the lives of your people. God, as people are just soaking in your presence, Lord, release a joy that Lord would swell up and dig deep. Lord, just drill deep in the lives and the hearts, this very soul of every person in this place today. The joy of the Lord be their strength. The joy of the Lord be the strength. tomorrow joy <laughs> oh, if the Steelers lose today joy hallelujah if our spouse ticks us off joy I'm serious joy joy whatever the bank balance says joy however we feel in our body joy joy joy. God, even joy for brothers and sisters in Florida, God, in, in the midst of devastation, joy. Are you hearing me today that it is possible that even in their loss and devastation that joy overwhelmed them? Can you just pray for joy? Joy. Joy. Joy unspeakable. Joy unexplainable. <laughs> Joy unspeakable. Mm. Hallelujah. Joy unspeakable. Hallelujah. Oh, they'd be drunk with joy. Hallelujah. Come on, some of you know what it is to be otherwise tipsy. Can you just get drunk on the joy of the Lord? You know. 
intoxicated by his presence. I preached a couple of messages. I did a series years ago, uh, getting drunk or something like that. What was it? I don't remember. Something like that. Or one more drink. Something by the end of that series. I mean, just joy all over the place. I remember those days, Harley, when I take one drink too many and it's the drink that would send me over the edge. You, you know what I'm talking about? Until the next morning you wouldn't remember what happened. That I, I know nobody else has ever done that in here. I know what those nights are about, but when you get in his presence and you say, Lord, just one more drink. Of his presence. It's like intoxicating. I'm telling you, intoxicating. The joy of the Lord will overwhelm you. You'll sense his glory. You'll come out and be like, what just happened in church? Hallelujah. One more, Lord. One more, Lord. Hallelujah. As the Bible says, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness sake shall be filled. So fill us, Lord. Fill us. Fill us. Great presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, have your way. Have your way in this place. He's doing something. I knew when I got up this morning, he was doing something peculiar because every time I just started refreshing myself with what he was speaking to, I just was like, sense this isn't going to happen, God. I just sensed it at 7 o'clock this morning. All the planning. All the studying. Praise God. has something too. Yeah. really had me 
in a weird place lately because I've been thinking a lot about the state of the world that we're in right now. And as time is approaching and Jesus is coming back soon, I keep looking back at the things in the Bible that we have to show what, it, what it's supposed to be like. And I actually talked about that a little bit, but it's just, I'm trying to figure out how people like Noah and his family and how Lot and his family, how they could be in a world where there's just absolute chaos all around them and confusion and corruption and all of these things that are just clearly not of God. How can they be in that and not be changed by it? And we were looking, um, my husband and I, we were looking at some scripture here lately. It was in Daniel. And um, it's actually, let me see, in Daniel 1. This is right after they were, um, they were overtaken by Babylon. And they had pulled these Daniel and these three young men they had pulled them away from everything that they ever knew. They were just teenagers, 13, right? 13 years old. Three young men. And it said that um, the king of those days, that he, he took these three men and they had, they had these names. They, had, um, they were sons of Judah. There was Daniel, like I said. And there was Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Well, whenever they took them out of the place that they were at, everything that they knew, and the king took them over, it says in the word that they gave them a different name. And that was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The enemy will always try to give us a different name. He's always gonna try to make us look at ourselves different than who God created us to be. And in this world, it isn't gonna make sense, and it doesn't sometimes. The enemy is gonna try to put a different name on you. But you are not what the enemy says. And it is possible to be in the world, but not of the world. These 13-year-old boys, they were able to do that. And they were able to stand among all of this and every other place where the world and where the king and where all of these things said to bow, they were able to stand and say, not me. And there's only one way that that happens, and that is through Jesus Christ, our king. What moves the hand of God? Questioning that all week. And that is a heart and a people turned toward him. And that is the only way that you will remember who you are and who he calls you and the name he has given you. Amen. Amen to that. 
So kind of like Michelle there, uh, you know, for years I've been just interested in end times prophecy and the state of the world and what's going on. And this week here I was into a lot of stuff going back to the original creation of God with Adam and who Adam was. And you know, obviously the Bible tells us that you know, he was the perfect man. And then, of course, we know he fell. And I'd sent a video to Pastor Michelle and Pastor Adam, too, about... Um, there's a video, you can search it online or on YouTube, but it's um, God's name in our DNA. And, you know, you have your, your double you know, helix strand of DNA with the little ladder that, that's connecting it. There's a sequence of protein that is a repeating pattern over and over and over again. And it's 10565, 10565. So if you go into the Hebrew alphabet, it literally spells out, it's yod heh vod which is the name of God, and how his name is literally imprinted in our DNA, just like an, an artist assigning his name to his masterpiece. And I think that over time, from the creation of Adam until now, that knowledge of who we really are has been lost. You know, in this world, and Satan has done everything he can to try to get us to forget who we really are in Christ, and that we literally have the name of our Creator in us, made in His image, and that, you know, there, there's power in that, and that no matter what you're facing, no matter what disease or sickness or whatever it is, we are His, you know what I mean? And He's in us, and we can look at any situation that there is, and with confidence, knowing that He got our back, no matter what happens. Um, so that's just what I've been into lately this week here, and, um, you know, it goes kind of, it ties into a lot of other things too with the end times, but which I do believe we are there. But it's just one of them things where just know who you are, you know, and know that no matter what, like COVID or whatever it is, um, he's in you and you are in him. And he literally got your back. So I'm not sure who that's for, for anybody here or somebody watching, but no matter what you're facing, just know that the, our creator literally made you in his image to be able to withstand any situation, no matter what it is, so, amen. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. His name's even in your DNA. Come on. Hallelujah. Maybe you need to just, maybe that was just a, but build your faith enough just for you to say, Lord, I thank you, I'm healed. Amen, because your name is in my DNA, you know. See, sometimes you have to have your faith increase just enough to believe something like that. Maybe, maybe just by hearing it, it, it'll allow your faith to just leap up and, and know that you, you are not named by anything else. We're not named by what the world would call us or what family would call us or uh, what, what people of our past would call us. But, but amen, that, but that even, even his name is in our DNA, amen, that we are, we are marked by him, hallelujah, designed by God, amen, you, you know that how intricately and how, how detailed he designed you and his plans and his purposes for you, amen, even in the word of the Lord says, for I know the plans I have for you, amen, plans to prosper you, right, hallelujah, he has plans, he, he, he designed a life for you by his design, Amen. The life we're living is far below what God intended for us. He has a life that's designed for you. Even what, what both of, of them just shared, it, it, it sort of preludes into, into this whole idea that, that, that God has some things that are predetermined and predestined for you. Uh, it, 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 it's, it, it would help you and I to understand that God is a, 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 is a God that he does have some things designed just for you. 
they were meant and, and, and set up just for you. And it is if you and I can have the mind to receive them. That's why the Bible says it is with the mind that we serve the Lord. In other words, it's what you believe about yourself. It's about what you believe about the God that you serve and who you believe that he is. Why do you think that the enemy comes to attack what first? Your mind. He comes to attack what you believe about yourself. And what you believe about yourself will in turn dictate what you believe about your God. Are you hearing me? And so th- that's why the enemy comes to attack your mind. Watch this. When, 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 when Russia came, went to invade Ukraine or whatever, what's their objective? They'll overtake the country when they cut off the head. Right? When any country tries to overtake, when you can have victory over anything if you, if you, if you take out the headship, right? Glory to God. What's the enemy trying to do to the church? Decapitate the head attack the, the head of the body of Christ when you see pastors and people falling because he's, he's attacking the head hallelujah what, what is going on in our families amen that's why some of you need to be praying for, for the heads of our homes hallelujah moms and dads uh, children are the way they are because they have no head how many of you have ever grown up and, and you had one parent raise you and the other one was at, at, out of their mind or, or missing in action amen and then we grow up and then we're dysfunctional watch this because we, we lack the head and so what I am in my marriage is I'm only a product of my marriage of uh, uh, and who I am as an adult by what I saw but stop taking out on me and that I'm not the man that you think oh God that I need to be but because I've only become and stepped into what I saw I can't help but I didn't see what a man should be are you hearing me or I can't help but that I didn't see what a mother should be the, the enemy comes to attack your mind he comes to attack the head of everything this is why you and I need to understand that he has d- a design a plan after us and the enemy's plan is to attack the head of everything he can because once you, he, you take the head you take the life support you take the government I, I don't even have time to get into this but you take the government or the rulership o- over that thing hallelujah so the enemy does it with churches he does it in your life the reason why you and I are struggling the way that we are in the life that we are living is because the enemy is trying to dictate what you think and what you believe about you and why is healing delayed because God is trying to get you to think differently why is victory often delayed because God is trying to get you to see things differently I, I, I learned I was praying this week as I started preparing the word of God I said God we need your perspective I was asking God all kinds of questions about different things, scenarios, decisions that have to be made. And I said, God, I can't make a yes or no decision. I, I, I said, God, it's confusion all around. He said, that's because you don't have my perspective. How many remember a couple, two years ago, when I preached a message, come up higher, and I brought in that big 16-foot ladder. And I preached about, I don't know, 30, 35 minutes on top of that ladder down to you and my message was because my perspective was different I could see bald spots on some of y'all's head that you cover up real well you, you can see things from a perspective that other people can't see hallelujah but it's when I come up to his level when I can come up higher that I have a different perspective on the matter are you hearing what I'm saying Lord we need your perspective I, I, I have to have your mind it is with the mind that we serve the Lord. In other words, I have to have his, his heart. I have to understand his, his concepts and his precepts. I, 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 need to have, I need to have his perspective on things. You and I need to have his perspective on, on finances or his perspective on marriage, his perspective on me. The reason why we can't walk in victory is because we don't see ourselves the way that God sees us. Boy, how I pray that over you, that you would begin to see yourself how God sees you. 
think about that. You know, the reason why God puts up with me is because he sees something I can't see. How many of you know, anybody else get irritated with people and you'll just, you'll distance yourself from people because they make you mad? And the reason is because I don't see what God sees. And so God's more patient with us. He tolerates our nonsense and our mess and our scripts because he sees what we can't not see. He, he, and because he's a God of grace and mercy and forgiveness and all those things, but he also sees the potential that we in, our, in us that we can't see in ourselves. That's my prayer. God, help us to understand your design. God, help us understand how you designed us and what you've designed us for, that God, we can step into our rightful place, that, that we're walking in victory, where victory is my norm, where, where it, 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 I don't struggle to believe you for the next miracle, for the next healing of my life where I don't struggle to believe that I, I can walk and possess in victory is anybody hearing me he says for I know the thoughts I have for you hallelujah plans to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you and I a hope and a future to prosper you and not harm you Oh, hallelujah. So everything else that's harm, everything else that would come to hinder us, I thank you, Lord, you're going to give us your perspective. Remember, Romans says all things work together for good. Somebody was talking to me this week and said, brother, I, I, I'm struggling. I'm saying they were struggling about something they're going through. I said, it doesn't matter how faithful I am. It doesn't matter how much I do, how much I give. I'm still struggling with this same issue. And I said, yeah, but the word of God says that all things work together. I said, you need to understand something. I said, remember when, when Paul was walking with the thorn of the flesh and he asked God to remove it how many times? Three times. And all three times God said what? No. He said no. What changed? How many have ever told somebody no more than once? And they'll ask again, right? Take your kids to Walmart and they'll pull out your leg in the checkout counter, right? Buy me this, buy me this, buy me. No, no, no. Usually they'll throw a fit on the way out. We see in the word of God, what changed? Why didn't he keep asking? It's because his perspective changed. His perspective changed. He realized it's working for me. It's part of my destiny. I went on to share with this brother. I said, you need to realize it, it might not be something that you're enjoying. or experience. If you can start realizing that when the Bible says that all things work together for good, I said, you don't know what part of this is supposed to work for your destiny. If you'll just start thanking God and realizing that it is working for you in some way in some capacity, a capacity that you don't see, and you'll start getting God's perspective on it. When his word declares that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. In other words, it's part of my purpose. So I'm going to bless you, Lord, anyway. I'm going to praise you, Lord, anyhow, right? I, I'm not going to complain to you. I'm not even going to ask you to remove it anymore. God, I'm just going to celebrate you and thank you that, Lord, it must be part of my purpose. I can't see from where you see. So, God, I have to trust that it's part of your plan. Are you hearing me? Because I, I just have to trust and say, God, I thank you. If nothing else, you're going to give me your perspective because I know that you have uh, plans and purposes for me, not to harm me, God, but to prosper me. So, God, it's going to work for my good. That's what Romans says. It'll work for my good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's got to be working for my good. 
So I'm going to challenge you today. You start praying for the things that, that seem like they haven't let up. Just say, God, give me your perspective. I need to be able to see it through, through your eyes. I need to be able to see people through your eyes, maybe. I need to see my situation through your eyes. I, I told somebody this week, they said, well, why can't I get a financial breakthrough? It's I said, maybe it's because God can't trust you with it. Oh, hallelujah. Maybe he can't trust you with it. I said, if he can't trust you with a hundred or a thousand dollars, how how how's he ever gonna trust you with a ten thousand or a hundred thousand? Somebody hearing what I'm saying. And so sometimes I have to say, God, it's working for my good. So Lord, give me your perspective. It'll help you step into a place where God can trust you with it. It'll mature. When when I can see what he sees, I'll be like, wow. Right. I realized there were some things in my life that I struggled with and areas I struggled in because I wasn't ready yet for it. I didn't quite yet have his perspective and the right understanding of it. Hallelujah. But if you can step back from it, you can begin to see things and understand that it's all a part of his design. And when he says that all things are working for our good, it is working for your good. If you will allow it to start thanking him in the midst of lack or even in the midst of pain or in the midst of struggle, whatever. Say, Lord, I thank you that it's working for my good. I don't like it, but God, it's working for my good. I thank you that, God, you're going to give me your perspective over this. I'm going to see difficult people through your eyes. I'm going to see every struggle in my life through your eyes because I know that I have a life that, God, you've designed for me. What I want to be able to get into over the next few weeks is understanding how God has a life that is designed for you and I and how we walk in that. How we take the, the, how we take the Word of God that we read and every area where we see a contradiction in the Bible compared to what's in our life, how do I actually step into that? When the Bible says that it is by his stripes we are healed, then where's my healing? How do I step into that, that designed life that he's given for me? His word says all of his promises are yes and amen. Yet where, why do we lack those promises? It's because you and I have to learn and to step into the design life he's given. You know, he has a blueprint for you and I. When God created me, he broke the mold. When God created Geneva, he blew up the mold. Hallelujah. Right? You can have fun. Listen to what I'm saying. And yet we can read the word of God and see there are some things that we read in the word and we say we believe, but they're missing in our life. How do I bridge that gap? We bridge it by coming into an understanding. Oh, that word understanding. Which means the truth I stand under. Even the Bible says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart, not in, on your own understanding. In other words, don't stand up under your own truth, but his truth. What did Brandon say earlier about the name of God in our DNA what is the truth that you stand up under under we'll, we'll be known by whatever we decree of ourselves by what we call ourselves how we how we identify ourselves boy that's a word our whole economy our whole life is about how and who people identify as but how does God identify you you have to have that understanding. When you and I can understand how God identifies you, I'm not talking about male or female and that nonsense. I'm talking about how God sees you. And you can begin to see yourself as God sees you. It will bridge the gap so that every area that is lacking in your life, 
that, that you, where you're seeing the, these, these craters or these things not being fulfilled, when you can begin to understand the life that God designed for you, when he says, for I know the thoughts I have for you. That's to prosper you and not harm you. You need to understand when, when God says that what he sees and what he intended, what was the blueprint for your life? And then allow yourself, and, and, and the whole purpose of the series is gonna be to teach you how to step into what God designed, the blueprint that he has for you. I'm grateful my blueprint doesn't look like Geneva's and that hers doesn't look like Ramona's and hers doesn't look like Brandon's, right? But how do I step into mine? How, how do I step into that? And it's, a lot of it's going to begin with your own mind and what you think and what you believe and what your understanding is. The truth that you stand up under. Oh, hallelujah. Everything in our society is telling us what truth is or trying to dictate what truth is. It's not truth. The truth that you and I need is the truth of the Word of God and what He says about you and I. When He says that He desires above all that you and I prosper and be in good health. So where's your prosperity? Instead, the enemy wants you and I to see all the lack and not see the prosperity that you have. Not, not see that, that everywhere through Scripture, every time that there was a, there was a move of prosperity, when, when the widow didn't have any more oil and the prophet comes, right? He used what she had. You have to realize prosperity is already in your hand. There, there's, a, there's a great story. And I'm trying to preach, but I can't. There's a great story. And all of this are Scriptures that I'll touch on in the weeks ahead. It's a great story when a woman, a woman loses a coin in Scripture. The Bible says she starts looking all over the house, but she grabs a broom. What'd she do? Starts sweeping up the house diligently, the Bible says, for a coin. Diligently searching for what was lost. Sweeping up the house or clearing out the clutter. Boy, what God wants to do what I started seeing is what he really wants to do and needs to do is clear out the clutter in our lives that, that's causing confusion and, 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 and hindering what we believe, hindering the truth that we stand up under, causing us not to believe the things that his word says that we're to believe about ourselves. Hallelujah. There, there's, a, there's lies and stuff being told to us. Things that we're believing that, that aren't, aren't what God intended for us to believe. But instead, you need to start believing what he says. Start believing that, that his name is in your DNA, as Brandon said earlier. Start believing what his word has decreed and declared over you. Every confession that we write and print out and put in those bulletins for you is the word of God for you to speak over your life and over yourself. Why? To change your perspective. Even if you don't even understand and grasp fully what you're saying, declare it over yourself. It is the word of God. That's why the Bible says decree a thing and it will be established. In other words, it, 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 will, it, will, it will take root and begin to grow in your life. It will. It, 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 it will. It, it'll, it'll build a firm foundation for you. Because I have a life that God has designed for me. Hallelujah. What the enemy wants to do more than anything is corrupt what you believe about you. What you believe about you. What does Ephesians say? It says, put on the whole armor of God. It says, put on the helmet of salvation. 
Protect my head. Protect what I'm thinking. Protect what, what I, I receive and what's held in there. Put on the helmet of salvation. God, I don't. Protect my belief system. Things that, 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 that get planted in my mind, the seeds that say that, that I'm always going to be this way. That it, 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 it's the way it will be. Finances will never change. Health will never change. This is my life. No, 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 no. Put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. But start with the helmet. Because the enemy is after your head. I think I preached a message one time, don't lose your head. I did. Thank you. Because the enemy is trying to get to what you're thinking. Change your belief system. Believing on all of that sort of ties into what both of you share. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody else have something they wanted to share? I don't want to cut anybody off. The Lord was speaking something. I know sometimes he speaks to Cynthia. Anybody else? Identity is in Christ. Yes. Identity is in Christ. His word, his will, his way. his name praise his mighty name so good so good father fill us with everything that you desire today can we just let God move for just a few moments? I know I, it's gotten so late I'm not going to be able to preach my message. Can you just let him fill you right now? You said earlier about the joy, the peace, the rest. Jesus tell his disciples when he was teaching, he said, let not your heart be troubled. Neither be afraid. You believe in me. You believe in God, you also believe in me. Let not your heart be troubled. Receive his peace and his joy and his strength. 
I believe that we are assembled in this room and there are people here today that need his peace. There's others that need his joy and then others that need his strength. And if that's the only purpose of today, I want you just to receive his peace, joy, and strength. In this moment, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. joy and strength. If there's anybody in this room that you need peace, joy, strength, come on, let's pray with you in this moment. People that are online, we're going to pray for you if you're there. I need his peace, I need his joy, I need his strength. Lord, get me through. Hallelujah. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus your way in this place have your way in our lives Father I pray over your people Father even like that old song fill my cup Lord we just pray that God you would fill people up today God in a manner that God you would fill them with peace God you would fill them with joy Lord you would fill them with strength God, from every area that they've been depleted, God, I thank you that the, 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 the source of the leak got in them. God, I thank you that we won't be leaky people, that we're not going to leak out our joy, we're not going to leak out our strength, or God, we're not going to uh, leak out our strength, but Father, I just pray that every area that has caused our, our lives to leak out, God, every broken area of our life, God, every area that's not been working, God, I just thank you that you'll seal it up, you'll bring healing, you'll bring wholeness, God, into our life, and that God that, so Lord, I don't want to just pray uh, joy and peace and strength, God, over people and only to leak out. But God, I pray that the very source of areas where people are being de depleted of their joy, their strength, God, that the, the, the God, every area, that God, I pray that you would seal it up. You would bring healing to their lives, to their bodies, every uh, relationship, every person that seems to deplete them of their joy, their strength, God, uh, those things that, Lord, they need. God, I pray today in the name of Jesus that, Father, that you would fill you would, you would bring wholeness and that, God, you would fill your people. Lord, let the joy of the Lord be their strength. God, let, let you, God, be the, the, the source of their strength, our strong tower. Even as your word says, you are refuge and you are our strength. Be our strength today. Be our peace. Be our great peace. Bring peace to every troubled mind. Bring peace to every weary life. God, bring peace to every circumstance that seems far beyond our control and out of our reach in the name of Jesus. And I thank you that, God, as we possess your peace, as we possess your joy, as we possess your strength, we're going to step into a life that, God, you have designed, that you have dictated for me that you have dictated for these people. Lord, every blueprint that you have. So, Father, every blueprint you have for each one of us in this room, that we're going to start stepping into it, God, as we walk in your peace, as we walk in your joy, God, as we walk in your strength. 
in the name of Jesus. I thank you that, Lord, our, it is with the mind that we serve the Lord, your, your word declares. And so, Father, I pray over our minds. I pray that our minds will not leak out the presence of the, the, the very word of God, the promises of God. But, Lord, let, it, let, let your word, God, remain known in, in, within our minds. God, that we would be able to rehearse it. Lord, even your word says, be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. So, Father, I just pray a renewed mind, a, a, a renewed mind, God, over us, that, Lord, we would be able to step into the very things, that we would be able to rehearse the very words that, Lord, you have spoken over us, and that, God, we would step into the life that you have designed for us, the, the blueprint you have for us in the name of Jesus, and, and all of your promises that are tied up in that, that, Lord, before long, we'll read the word and see you your promises manifesting in our life that there won't be a contradiction but that your word is going to look like our life and our life is going to look like your word oh thank you Jesus thank you Lord when, when I read your word I'll see that truly everything that is in your word is manifesting in our life that we'll see healing and we'll see miracles we'll see prosperity God we'll see unity God we'll see everything that your word has promised manifesting in our lives in the name of Jesus there'll be no disparity there'll be no gap but We'll see it growing and harvest coming in our life in the name of Jesus. Mm. Because we're going to live our life formed and fashioned after you. Hallelujah. God bless your people. Fill them now with peace, joy, and strength. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we're going to go about our week. Struggles are going to come. Problems are going to arise. But Father, may we maintain our peace, our joy, and our strength. Whatever comes our way. God, I thank you. Whatever comes our way. Peace, joy, and strength. God, when we leave this place today, we're going to give back to you God as we give to you I pray blessings upon it God I pray that they'll begin to see the manifestations of your promises in their giving God let, let them start begin to see abundance God let them begin to see prosperity come into their lives God let them begin to see you working in the midst of every financial situation of their life God e every financial situation God every area where there's been loss every area God where there's been financial struggle and difficulty I thank you Father for divine reversals in the name of Jesus so as we give Lord your word says that you'll give back to us pressed down shaking together running over God I thank you that you will cause people's lives to run over let there be abundance and God let their entire life operate in prosperity and, and joy peace strength finances God in every other capacity I thank you Lord I praise you right now in the name of Jesus and now Father lastly we're just going to give you praise we're going to give you glory for what you're doing God we're going to give you praise and thanksgiving and honor God today for peace joy and strength we're going to give you glory and honor for Lord what you're going to speak in the days and weeks ahead God we're going to give you glory honor and praise God for all that is being accomplished and done God I thank you that, that, that for, the, for, the, for the season that we're stepping into God I thank you that we're going to begin to live a life that Lord has been, been, been built and designed only by you that God the life that you intend for us to live we're, we're ready to step into God so I'm going to give you 
praise in advance for every promise that we've not yet seen manifested in our life being released from the heavens. God, that we're ready to receive in our life. God, as we walk out the life that God, you have built and made a blueprint for in the name of Jesus. God, we bless you. Lord, we thank you. We honor you. We lift up your name right now in the name above every other name, Jesus Christ. We give you thanks and praise. Church will say amen amen hallelujah god bless you everybody we'll start that new brand new series next week i promise unless the lord says something else god bless you we love you